Hello guys, welcome to the podcast, the Faded Fairy Podcast. This is episode 7. I took a little break because guys, I can't even believe I'm about to say this, but your girl had COVID and I generally was just not feeling very slay. So I was in bed a lot. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Um, I kind of went MIA, but I'm feeling a lot better now. And I'm here to talk about something maybe slightly controversial. Maybe some people won't like this. But I'm going to talk about how I am not vegan anymore. I was vegan for the past like four and a half years. And before that, I was vegetarian. And before that, I was pescatarian. And then before that, I ate anything like from childhood. Now I'm vegetarian, which by the way, this was such a hard decision for me to make. I literally had to make this decision because... I honestly needed to put like my health first, my physical and my mental health first. In an ideal world, I definitely would still be vegan. I feel like eventually I would love to transition back to being vegan. But for now, honestly, it was kind of detrimental to my health. And I just had my own personal issues. So I'm not going to blame veganism entirely. But I'm basically going to explain all of that in this podcast, answer your questions about my transitions to different diets, and also my experience being vegan, like the pros and cons, how I feel about it. Um, I feel like I learned a lot being vegan for almost five years, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And as I said, like, I really wish I could still be vegan, but it's hard. It's actually pretty hard to be vegan in a world that is not vegan. And I want to talk about that in this podcast, too. But first, let's talk about straight of the day, okay? I actually hit myself with a little combo here, okay? I smoked the indica and a sativa. I know, it's getting spicy. I got these Sluggers pre-rolls and they have like keef on the outside, but then also like, I don't know, like diamonds and resin in the inside. I don't know, they're kind of crazy. But I smoked an indica one and a sativa one. The sativa strain is Rainbow Road, and that's supposed to make you talkative, uplifted, and relieve stress. And then the indica one is Bubble Bath, and it's supposed to make you happy, focused, and help with anxiety. And honestly, this combo is making me feel real good. I also drink a matcha, so my body's just feeling a lot of things, okay? I'm thriving. But okay, I first want to talk about, I guess why I originally went vegan. I feel like that's a good place to start. I originally went vegan in 2019. And I have to say the reasons I went vegan were my health, sustainability, and also the animals. And I feel like to me, the animal part still sticks with me so, 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 so much. I cannot imagine eating meat again, like at all. I don't know. It kind of makes me gag thinking about it. So yeah, (laughs) I remember in 2018. So before I went vegan, I first went pescatarian and I did that like because I was really into like the gym and like weightlifting and like I really wanted to be like slim thick. (laughs) Wow, 2018, what a time. But I went pescatarian and I was really just eating like a lot of salmon And then after a while, I was like, you know what? Like, I literally could go vegetarian. Like, I wouldn't miss fish at all because I also started learning about sustainability and like how we could help our planet and how we could lower our carbon footprints and stuff. And I was at that time thinking about all of that at the individual standpoint, like as me as an individual, 
I need to do so much to save the world. But in actuality, like after five years of me learning about veganism, sustainability and all of that, I do know that it's not the responsibility of me as the individual. I can only do so much. It's really about like the world objective and like I don't control that. So yeah, <laughs> like I'm trying my best. I still eat majority plant-based foods, to be honest. Like I still order from the same vegan restaurants. I still do what I can, but I now know like me creating, let's say hypothetically a zero waste lifestyle, that is not doing that much. And as much as we want to think it's doing so much, it's really not. And it's making our lives harder. So yeah, that's kind of one thing I learned about all this, but whatever. I was learning about all of that stuff and I felt the weight of the world on me. And I was like, okay, that's it. Like I need to start making decisions to help our planet because our planet is dying. I still feel that way. (laughs) I'm rambling so much, I feel like, because I'm just literally so faded. Those two pre-rolls got me feeling real good. (laughs) But sorry if this is like a rambly video. I always say video. It's a podcast. This is a podcast. (laughs) Basically, yeah, I felt like the weight of the world on me. And I just wanted to start making good decisions like to help the planet. So I went vegetarian. And then eventually after like a month, I went vegan. I remember the transition being easier because I took those steps. It's like slowly cutting out things instead of just like going from eating everything to going straight to vegan. I don't know if I could have done that, especially because I was such a picky eater. Like I literally grew up eating chicken nuggets, plain pasta and corn. (laughs) Like literally that's what I ate. So I don't think I would have been able to do it like so abruptly. I think the gradual shift helped me a lot. And I was like pretty happy with the decision for a really long time. But I'll talk about that more in like the Q&A portion of this because I did ask you guys on Instagram to ask me some questions. But I do want to skip to why I'm not vegan anymore. Like I kind of want to say why the fuck I chose to make this decision, even though like it's so hard for me to do. Basically, I have a chronic illness and I talk about it a lot in my podcast. I feel like I don't talk about it a lot anywhere else, but I kind of like having this little safe community here. And I feel like maybe you guys do care about me, (laughs) but I have a chronic illness called GERD and it's in your stomach and your stomach acid cannot break down a lot of things. So I developed this like worse and worse as I got older and that usually happens with this illness but basically my stomach cannot break down certain foods and it was becoming so restrictive for me like I cannot really digest tomatoes oranges pineapple anything with like a lot of acid um, onions garlic like literally so many fruits and vegetables I cannot break down So imagine you're already vegan and you already have this really restrictive diet where you cannot have dairy, you cannot have like the bakery little treats, you cannot just go to the store and like pick up a snack, like it's already hard. So then add on top of that, like you cannot eat certain fruits and vegetables, like it almost became, not it almost, it did, it became stressful for me to figure out what to eat because I would get anxious that everything would make me feel sick. 
because I don't want to go into like specifics on what happens when you eat these things. But just letting you know, I do not feel good at all. I feel nauseous and I literally cannot eat because I start like kind of throwing up. It's not good. Basically, I was losing a lot of weight because I could not eat anything. And then through all of this and also just my pre-existing issues, I feel like I developed a really horrible relationship with food. Like just the food did not do it for me anymore. And I used to love food. Thankfully, I'm starting to love food again, like a lot, a lot. But I used to watch so many cooking shows, so many cooking videos, cooking competitions. Like I learned so much about food. I would love learning like new recipes. But then through all of this, it became like difficult to choose things to eat. Like it was like all I could eat was like oatmeal or like grains with like potatoes and yams. Like I wasn't even getting my nutrients in at this point. Like I just was not okay. I had no energy. Every time I opened the fridge, I would get anxious and I would just shut it. Like it literally became like really bad. So one thing that I do kind of want to mention when talking about veganism, it's a very restrictive and limiting diet. And I kind of feel like if you're a person that struggles with your relationship with food or any type of disordered eating, it can slip you into a bad place mentally, depending, I don't know, it's so personal. I feel like the vegan diet and any diet in general, it's not the same for everybody because you can be a vegan that's super healthy and you can be a vegan that's super unhealthy. You can eat meat and be super healthy and you can eat meat and be super unhealthy. It literally is all about the individual's diet, you know? There's no like correct way to do things. Like there's no diet that is correct in my opinion. It's just whatever you feel is right for you and whatever works for your body and whatever works for your morals and mindsets, you know? But basically, I had to like really step back and think to myself if the vegan diet was helping me or hurting me. And as much as I, like it literally broke my heart to come to terms with the fact that the vegan diet was not helping me anymore. Like it did make me feel good in the beginning. I felt really good being vegan. Like it's, it feels nice to know that you're vegan and you're doing something for a purpose. And I still love that part about it. And that's still really important to me. And that's why I do wish that I could be vegan. It was so sad for me to come to terms with it. Like I literally started um, antidepressants recently and I think a part of me making that decision was me having to go vegetarian. It literally was causing me to have like panic attacks or just like a lot of anxiety. And the transition was not easy for me mentally at all. Like at all. Oh my God. Honestly, guys, I have to give a shout out to my man. Thank you to my man. <laughs> Because he was my support system through this. Like literally I remember I ate like one bite of scrambled eggs. And that took like everything out of me mentally. Like I think I started crying. Like he just sat with me. He bought me the eggs. He bought me the food, the breakfast. And he just was like, it's okay. Just eat some. And then when I did it, he was like, congratulations. Yes, you did it. And it was just like really nice to have a support system. I don't know if I could have did it alone. And I will say, like, I don't think it's that good to depend on another person, but eating issues are hard to deal with alone. 
especially if you have a bad relationship with food. Like I was working with a therapist to figure out some of my food issues. And we kind of concluded that I struggled just with some disordered eating because of my anxiety around food and feeling sick and just I don't know what's going to make me sick. And also another part of being vegan that was really hard is that you're always on like a high alert to make sure that you're not eating something that's not vegan. So like I couldn't just eat at like a mom and pop restaurant because like I don't want to go to them and tell them to tell me every single ingredient that's like in this thing and I don't want to be annoying like I love a restaurant that has marked vegan options but I kind of hate being that person kind of hate being that person and it honestly like gives me so much anxiety to have to always ask about that or like worry about that or like another thing that was kind of weird to me sometimes was like I knew that I didn't like eating certain foods because I knew they would stress me out or make me feel like anxious. But then I would see a food like, this is a great example, Eggo waffles. When I, at the end of me being vegan, I just wanted to eat Eggo waffles so bad. Like I just was there sick. I couldn't eat. I was nauseous. But all I was craving was Eggo waffles. And I was telling myself, you cannot eat that. You cannot eat that. You're, You're vegan. You cannot eat Eggo waffles. And then... When I decided to go vegetarian, I remember I ate like half of an Eggo waffle. And I was like, this is so good. Oh my God. But the fact that I was sitting there craving something when I really was not craving anything, like I had no appetite to eat. I was craving an Eggo waffle. <laughs> it's it, it was very harmful to me mentally to tell myself, no, you cannot eat the only thing that you want to eat or the only thing that you're craving. I just... It just didn't feel right anymore. I felt icky inside that I was telling myself no when I really did want to eat it. I really did want to eat it. So guess what? I got a lot of Eggo waffles in my freezer and I eat Eggo waffles every single day. I don't know why, but that is like my favorite food right now. And the Eggo pancakes. And I have like every flavor of Eggos in the freezer right now. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm having an Eggo era. (laughs) What was I talking about though? Oh yes, I was talking about um a support system my transition was very slow <laughs> it took me forever to just like try things like I would only take one bite of things at first and like I just physically could not bring myself to eat it and it was hard it was like literally so hard mentally for me but the ego waffles just did it for me the ego waffles really did it but I will say if you are doing the transition like for health and it is like hard for you to say like I'm not vegan anymore but I need to do this go very slow because I do not think I could have went fast and also don't go fast because your your body's probably gonna feel sick like I still have not like really ate cheese I tried to eat a mozzarella stick and uh, it wasn't doing it for me and it's crazy because my part of my family is Italian so I grew up eating so much cheese And now I just can't. I'm like low-key scared of cheese. I said it on my Instagram and I don't know if people took it seriously. (laughs) I said that I'm scared of cheese. But like cheese just creeps me the fuck out. Like I don't know if I could eat it. Like I used to eat string cheese, but I don't know if I could eat it. I really don't know. But I know that if I eat a big block of mozzarella cheese right now, my body will hate me. I will be on the toilet. 
I hate talking about things like that. And I hate talking about toilets and shit. Ew, ew, ew. I meant like blah, blah, blah and shit. Not like toilets and like actual shit. Ew, okay. Next, we have to end this conversation. (laughs) But be careful because you can get sick. That's what I'm basically saying. But yeah, I just really needed to heal my relationship with food and I needed to gain weight. I was severely underweight at that point and I just was not enjoying eating. Like eating became a chore and a hassle and I just couldn't do it. I honestly will say if I did not have GERD, I don't think I would have this much anxiety about food. And I think that I could have stuck out being vegan for way longer. I I probably would have stayed vegan if I didn't have GERD because I was pretty happy being vegan, but I was not happy feeling sick all the time. But yeah, it has been about two months now of me transitioning to being vegetarian. And I have to say, guys, like I feel so much better. Like I have so much more energy. I'm literally glowing. I gained 10 pounds already and I hope to gain some more. That was really a big goal of mine to one, fix my relationship with food to help my GERD and figure out what is a diet that works really well for me. And three, I really wanted to gain weight because I don't know, I'm getting older. I need to focus on my health. Like I can't keep letting myself feel so weak. So I'm on a health journey. I'm definitely on a health journey, but I already gained 10 pounds. I'm very happy about that. And I am starting to love food again. Like I have like urges to cook and like I've been ordering such delicious foods. But yeah, I still eat a lot of plant-based stuff. I still love a good vegan restaurant and a good vegan option. Like if there's a menu and there's like vegan options, best believe I'm looking there first and then I'll check out the rest if the vegan options are not hitting how I want them to. (laughs) But basically now I want to just answer some questions. I asked you guys on Instagram to ask me anything about my vegan experience and also like my transition to being vegetarian now. So I'm gonna just go through and just answer some questions that you guys had because I wanna give you guys the tea. I wanna give you guys my experience and my knowledge. Also, I should have said this in the beginning of the video. Oh my God. Oh my God, me saying video again. I should have said this at the beginning of the podcast, but I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. I am, I literally have no authority over this. Um, So don't take anything I say as a professional because I'm not. I'm literally just talking about my experience and how I feel about things. (laughs) Okay, I got some questions about if being vegan is more expensive. And okay, if you're a vegan person who likes packaged things like pre-made stuff, for sure being vegan is more expensive. Like vegan, like fake chicken nuggets are more expensive than regular chicken nuggets most of the time. But if you're a person who like cooks everything from scratch, like homemade everything, like you're eating like rice and beans and like that kind of stuff. Yeah, you can be vegan on a budget for sure. But honestly, that is so inconvenient. I really tried to be that kind of vegan. I really, really tried to be the vegan on a budget because I had to be on a budget by the way like I was not here spending like all my money on food like I'm a normal person I had bills I had stuff to pay for you know so I did not have the luxury of just buying whatever I wanted vegan food is expensive but I really did try to be that vegan who cooked and who did a lot but it was so inconvenient and if you're a person who works 
like I'm a person who works from home and it was too much for me. If you're a person who works, I cannot even imagine having to like figure out what to eat for breakfast, lunch and dinner every single day and cook like that. Like being vegan on a budget is not for the week. It is not. <laughs> like I'll tell you right now, I'm a person who definitely struggles with my mental health. And if I'm a feeling a little bit depresso, I am not going to stand there and whip up like a gourmet vegan meal. Like I'm literally not. I'm going to go in the freezer and I'm going to air fry something. Like I literally cannot. I cannot. And to all the people who do it, I respect you guys so much. How do you guys do it? How do you guys have the time? How do you guys have the energy? And how do you guys have the motivation? <laughs> okay, next question. Do you practice being vegan with other parts of life, aka skincare, products, makeup, etc.? Honestly, yeah. Like, I can't sit here and say like every single product I own is vegan because that's not true. But every single product I own is cruelty-free. That's for sure. And if something says vegan, I'm much more drawn to it. Like, I will pick that up. If that option is not hitting how it is, then I'll, I'll go see something else. But... I'm always here for like the clean beauty option, the vegan option, the plant-based option, the eco-friendly option. Like I'm literally all about that. Um, even like my cleaning products, always buying like Myers <laughs> or like whatever. Oh, I love like Pacifica products um, for skincare and like body care. Yeah, it's definitely something that I take note in all aspects of life. Even like Noki's Litter Sometimes I'm like, hmm, let me try the natural one. See how that is. Like, I'm always down to like try it out. If I can switch out um, like uh, not so great for the world option with an option that is better for the world, I will probably do it. Um, I'm very happy that I'm now in a position where I can make more choices like that. Like before when I didn't really have as much as I do now. Like I had to be more on a budget and I could not choose the, you know, most eco-friendly vegan sustainable option of everything because it is more expensive and it definitely adds up. But now I'm able to like, you know, support smaller businesses and just put my money into places that I think are important. So yeah, I definitely still take note of all that stuff. And my morals definitely influence my decisions when it comes to what I purchase or just like how I live my life in general. So yeah, being vegan did teach me a lot. Ooh, we got a spicy question. How do you deal with criticism by radical vegan people? Okay, I have to say, I have never been one of those vegans. In my almost five years of being vegan, I have never like went to somebody and been like, do you know that they artificially inseminate cows and da-da-da-da-da? Like, I don't do that. I've never been that person. <laughs> like, before I ever went vegan, if somebody told me that, I'd be like, can you shut up? Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry. I know, I know being vegan is about, like, the agenda. Like, I know that people want to spread the information. But yelling at people and doing it aggressively is never going to work because I was a person who responded to aggression with aggression. So if I feel like you're giving me an attitude, I do not respect you. I had to literally learn on my own and want to on my own decide to be vegan. I don't think you can force anybody to be vegan. So I feel like I wouldn't even just argue with people. Like what I'm doing is me. What you are doing is you. 
I was vegan and I was vegan. And that's all that really mattered to me. Like I wouldn't go to somebody and be like, you should be vegan too. You should go vegan. Or I also wasn't a person who wouldn't eat with people who weren't vegan. Wait, was that proper English? I, I know some vegan people don't want to eat next to like a person eating something non-vegan. But I never was that person because that's just my decision. I'm not going to make everybody think the same way as me. I just think that that's like annoying. <laughs> so I guess I just always kind of ignored the intense vegan people because it just didn't seem useful. Like I could see some people like that tactic working on some people. But I just don't see that tactic working for everyone <laughs> because for me personally, I was annoyed as well. And then I went vegan based on my own actions and my own learning. So you really have to just let the person decide to do it. I feel like next question. Oh, how do you handle being vegan at family functions? Oh my God. Depending on how your family is, I feel like some people could be really like considerate and nice. And some people just like, are not so I don't know it really depends on your family I have some family members that were super cool about it like who really learned how to like cook vegan stuff and tried their best and always thought about me and I always always appreciated that but then I had some family members that always were like oh my god I couldn't do that I love cheese don't you miss cheese don't you miss milk don't you miss ice cream don't you miss chicken like it's annoying you know and I've also had like family members like joke about it like they'll be like eating chicken or something be like emily do you want some and like i get it it's a funny joke maybe for like the first two months that i go vegan but like after five years that's pretty crazy that's pretty crazy so yeah i definitely dealt with like a lot of annoying things with that and it did make it hard for me to have like family meals sometimes like i wouldn't feel like comfortable eating around people. But as I said, like I also struggled with some, you know, eating problems before that. Like I kind of have this thing where if I'm pissed off, I lose my appetite. <laughs> so that would happen a lot. But I realized at the end, like it just kind of was good to eat before I went. <laughs> like literally either bring my own food or just like eat before I go or eat afterwards or just like kind of snack while I'm there. But yeah, it could be difficult, especially if people like don't understand like what you're doing or they're just they think you're wrong or they think you're weird. But just ignore it. Do what you want to do. And you know what's crazy, too? Now that I went from vegan to vegetarian, I've had some family members ask me like, oh, Emily, like when are you just going to start eating meat again? And it's like, guys, like really like I already felt guilty being vegetarian. Do you really think I'm going to go straight up like <laughs> eat like bacon absolutely not <laughs> but I do have to say like there was a lot of people in like the messages being really supportive and saying like you know don't let people make you feel bad for your decision like your health comes first and I really appreciate that because yeah I felt so guilty I felt so guilty transitioning like I literally went on antidepressants <laughs> Like it was that bad, guys. Like it literally was that bad. <laughs> but let's just go to the next question. Okay, this one is funny. <laughs> if you're vegetarian and scared of cheese, what are you adding to your diet that isn't vegan? <laughs> I guess honestly, probably um, mostly eggs. Like 
Eggo waffles have eggs in them. <laughs> and also like, it's just so easy now for me to just go to a diner and get pancakes or waffles. Like before I definitely couldn't do that because it had like, I don't know, either milk or butter or something in it. And now just knowing that I don't have to stress so much about what's in my food, it's making it a lot easier for me to eat. Like, I don't know, just always wondering like what's in your food and always having this like anxiety about food was really starting to stress me out. And I know that people can do it, but it was really stressing me out. So the fact that I can just go to a place and order fries and never have to worry about it, that's amazing to me. <laughs> that is really amazing for me, especially right now. So yeah, I'm kind of just like adding things slowly. Like if you guys didn't know, a lot of cereals are not vegan, which is crazy. Because they have like some, I think it's like B2 or D2 or B12. I don't fucking know. One of the vitamins are taken from animal bones or something. So cereal is not vegan. Like a lot of cereal is not vegan. But guys, I've been eating so much cereal. Like I've just been eating all the foods from my childhood. Like Pop-Tarts and cereal and Eggo waffles. And like, I don't know. What else? Oh, I tried goldfish. That was a cheesy snack that I tried. Um, I feel like, yeah, eating something like goldfish crackers was a lot easier for me mentally than eating the mozzarella stick. That one was hard. I kind of liked the goldfish. They were kind of good. But eating that cheesy taste after not having it for so long was crazy. But you know what else I had? Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. I had Dunkin' Donuts. And to be honest, it wasn't that good. It was not as good as I remember. Ooh, interesting question here, especially because I just became vegetarian. But somebody said, I'm sure you get this a lot, but would you ever recommend going vegan? And yeah, I mean, if it's something that you want to try, I do recommend it. I feel like if you struggle with restrictive eating already or you have a bad relationship with food, adding more restrictions might not be the best for you. Um, as I said, this is all like a personal thing, but food, like we need food to survive. And if you're already struggling with restrictive eating patterns and then you're just restricting yourself even more, it might be a lot. It was a lot for me and I personally really couldn't do it. So I think that it really is something that you have to think about and consider a lot of different things. Like I would say if you have the opportunity, the means and kind of like the motivation and drive to do it, definitely try it 100%. Because as I said, I really would love to go back to being vegan. I feel like if I was rich and I had a personal chef, I would probably go back vegan or eat majority plant-based because they could cook for me. <laughs> but until then, I don't know because I'm lazy. <laughs> but yeah, I would always recommend trying it, especially if it's something that you have interest in. If you have no interest in it, then whatever. This doesn't apply to you, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, if you have, if you're curious about it, maybe try it. You don't even have to try it for that long. Try it for a week. See what's up. Or just try eating more plant-based options. I will always be that person that says like, if you don't want to go plant-based, like just try to incorporate more plant-based meals in your diet. And, you know, you are doing something. You are making a little bit of effort there. But that can definitely be like a less overwhelming way to look at it. 
but I would always say whoever wants to try being vegan, try it. It's really great. And I did really love how it felt to be vegan. Like I really did. I'm kind of sad, really kind of sad that it's done, but maybe one day, um, but like, honestly, I feel so much better now, like energy wise. And like, I physically like just look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, wow, I like look a lot better. Like I'm glowing. Like I look healthier. Like I'm gaining weight. Like that stuff means more to me, I think right now. I don't know because being vegan is so important to me. Oh God, I can't believe I'm having this like little debate right now on the pod. Like I feel like I have like the angel and devil on my shoulders, but ultimately going vegetarian has helped me drastically with my health and I'm really actually feeling good. (laughs) Ooh, okay. I want to talk about this because I have been thinking about this a lot lately Somebody asked, do the meat alternatives have chemicals or are there some safe options? Because some of the things I've tried tasted like meat, but in a really weird way, like they didn't feel natural at all. So, I mean, it is just like processed food, you know, like I would compare, (laughs) I would compare like processed. Okay, maybe I shouldn't compare it. I'm going to kind of compare it, but it's kind of not the same. So don't take this that seriously. Kind of compare a vegan chicken nugget to a McDonald's chicken nugget in the way that it's just like a bunch of stuff put together and then like kind of resembles a chicken. (laughs) Like a vegan meat replacement most of the time. Actually, recently there's been some really great innovations But a lot of vegan meat replacements, especially vegan cheese replacements, are not going to be the same. I feel like it kind of gives uncanny valley. Like it's kind of similar, but like you know something is wrong. There are a lot of really good vegan meat replacements, I have to say. But it is processed food. And I noticed processed food was not doing great for my GERD. So I kind of have been avoiding those lately. But I will say... When it comes to meat replacements, I really like going the kind of like whole foods route. So like tofu or like, I'm not a huge fan of mushrooms, but like when people would use mushrooms and like fry them up and make that like a vegan chicken thing or jackfruit. I really like jackfruit, like in the style of barbecue, like pulled pork. I just really like the meat replacements that are more like whole foods. Like I'm not here like, oh, this is fake chicken. No, I'm here like this is tofu. Like I'm eating tofu right now. And I'm also part Chinese. So I feel like I grew up around tofu anyways, which is crazy. I did not like tofu as a kid because it really freaked me out. (laughs) But now I love tofu. But yeah, um, I mean, there are better meat replacements than others. You just have to look into it and see what, which one like you vibe with. (laughs) Not saying vibe, talking about food. But like, you got to kind of see which one you like and look into it. I am not the master at that. All I know is that some of them hurt my tummy and some of them don't. (laughs) But on that note, um, let's move on. I have a little silly segment planned. I'm bringing back the silly segment for this episode. Basically, I want to talk about some childhood foods that I loved that I tried again after not being able to eat them for five whole years. Oh my God. Guys, I already talked about the Eggo waffles thing, but the chocolate chip Eggo waffles, oh my God. I used to eat those every single day growing up. And I kind of think that it's like 
more about the nostalgia for me. Like I literally just like keep eating them. I don't know if it's like becoming like one of my safe foods. <laughs> but oh my god, I go waffles. Another thing, gummy candy. Guys, when I, before I went vegan, I loved gummy bears. I loved sour gummies. I loved anything gummy. And gummies have gelatin in it. Oh my God, I could eat Jello again. I can eat Jello. Oh my God, I literally need to go buy Jello so I can eat it. Oh my God. <laughs> but um, gummy candies, they have gelatin. Kind of freaks me out, but I'm, I just got over it, whatever. I don't want to be so picky and restrictive with myself. But I have been eating so many gummy candies. Oh my God, there's this like really good gourmet candy store in Brooklyn. I think it's called Bon Bon's. But they have so many gummies. And to be honest, they have vegan gummies there. And some of the vegan ones are actually way better than the non-vegan gummies. So I get the, the vegan ones sometimes too. Another thing. Oh my God. I got zebra cakes from the deli. I grew up eating like those little deli snacks. I got zebra cakes. And oh my God. Oh my God. It was very nostalgic. Were they like really delicious? Ah. Eh. But were they fun to eat? Yes. Oh, but you know what I noticed? You know what I noticed? When I was younger, it came in a pack of two. It was like two zebra cakes in a little package. But now when I went, it was one bigger zebra cake in a package. Which like, I'm sure it's less cake and higher price. And I don't like that at all. I Oh my God, my cat just jumped on my desk. Noki, what the heck? Noki. Noki, move. Noki, move. Oh my goodness. And then the last little treat I want to talk about is cookies. But like specifically, I got these cookies from iPick, the movie theater, the fancy one. My man took me there. Are you listening to me? <laughs> He's actually here in the room with me, but has noise canceling headphones so he better not hear me speak <laughs> but basically we went to the movies and it's like one of those movie theaters where you can order food and there's like a table and you're like sitting on a nice couch and it's like fancy emily is finally being treated well guys emily is finally getting the princess treatment and i think we should all give me a round of applause because i went through a lot <laughs> but anyways we went to the movies and there were these cookies that were like chocolate chip toffee and they were so delicious, guys. Like, I have some in my fridge right now because <laughs> I got them again. But they were so good and they were warm and they were like so chocolatey and like the toffee was like so delicious. Oh my God. There was probably like butter and milk and eggs in there. <sighs> but those cookies were so good. And let me tell you, during the movie, I also got gummy bears, right? And I noticed that, hmm, I was kind of full. I don't think I'm going to finish all of these cookies. But they gave it to me on a fancy plate. And me being the resourceful gal that I am, I made a plan in the movie theaters while watching Spider-Verse to finish my gummy bears and then put my cookies in the gummy bear plastic bag so I can bring it home. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. I <laughs> took the cookies, put them in the bag and put it in my purse. And then I showed my man when I got home and he swears that I stole the cookies. Every time we talk about the cookies, he mentions that I stole them. And I'm always like, bro, we paid for them. 
impossible. I did not steal them. I just took them home. <laughs> but yeah, then I took them home in a napkin the next time. And now they're in my fridge because we just saw the Barbie movie. By the way, I didn't really love it. Surprisingly, I really didn't love it. And I feel like I'm kind of in the minority with that. But whatever. Those cookies were better than the Barbie movie. <laughs> oh my God, that's kind of fucked up for me to say. The Barbie movie just made a million dollars. A billion dollars, I mean. And the cookies are just cookies. <laughs> but okay, on that note, I kind of have nothing else to talk about. In conclusion, my whole point here, I guess if you're going to take away anything, is always do what is best for your health. And I really just want to feel my best. I literally just want to feel my best. Okay, my cat jumped on me again. Oh my god, no, please. What was I saying? I just want to feel my best. I want to be healthy. I want to be glowy. And I want to feel like a bad bitch. (laughs) Well, not even a bad bitch. I want to feel like a healthy bitch who can, you know, run for a while and not get tired and who can carry something heavy and not feel weak (laughs) yeah I want to be a strong bitch that's what I want to be I want to be strong girl power (laughs) oh my god okay with that let's close out the episode with a quote I do a quote at the end of every single episode okay I just found this quote people eat meat and think they will become strong as an ox Forgetting that the ox eats grass by Pino Caruso. And honestly, that really just made me think. I read that and I said, huh, it made me take a step back. Because it's true, there's so many animals that are so strong, like fueled by plants. Love that for them. But yeah, I hope this podcast episode goes well. I feel like some people could take it really badly or some people could be mean to me. But I'm really just here to share my like honest experience with you guys, you know? I've always been that way on the internet and I feel like my podcast is definitely where I have like that space to like talk my shit. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Let me know if you have any like request for the next episode like give me some topics guys i really need some topics to talk about but yeah i love you guys thank you so much for listening until next time bye (laughs) stay high take a hit for me right now it's a demand bye